Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Tax season is approaching, bringing potential extra cash your way. Rather than spending it all on an expensive deal filled with yada yada from your current wireless plan, consider switching to Metro by T-Mobile for no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Not putting up with yada yada means not falling for all those extra headaches. If you don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a Yada yada. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Planning your next trip? Choice Hotel's family of 22 brands has over 7,400 locations and the perfect hotel for any traveler you want to be. Like a Cambria Hotel, serving up locally inspired craft cocktails for all my folks who maybe want to meet up and talk about Mad Royals. Check into a Radisson Hotel with flexible workspaces for you strivers who listen during business travel. Or a Comfort Hotel with free hot breakfast, family-friendly pools, and big spacious rooms for the parents who listen with their kids and need a little retreat. What are you waiting for? Join Choice Privileges and start earning points your next stay. Find a stay for any you when you book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. This episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class is brought to you by Get Your Guide. If you're planning a trip and you are not sure what you want to do when you get there, Get Your Guide offers the best way to connect with your destination. You can make memories from all over the globe with these tours that are locally vetted and expertly curated. All kinds of variety based on whatever it is that you're into. So if it's food or nature or sports, you can immerse yourself in any of these things on your next vacation. So just as some examples, there's a New York City deli food tour or whitewater rafting on the Grand Canyon. This is not just in the United States either. There is a chocolate and patisserie tour of Paris or a pasta making class in Rome. All of this sounds so awesome. You can discover and book your next unforgettable travel experience at getyourguide.com. Again, that is getyourguide.com. Welcome to Stuff You Missed in History Class, a production of iHeartRadio. Happy Friday. I'm Tracy B. Wilson. And I'm Holly Fry. We talked about Deborah Sampson Gannett this week, who we've gotten various listener requests to talk about on the show. I meant to say in the actual episode and forgot that I I followed, even though I did not finish reading the novel Revolutionary, I did actually follow Alex Meyer's direction on, uh, like, being open to talking about Robert Shirtliff by that name during the time that Deborah Sampson was disguised as Robert Shirtliff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Most people, uh, like historians and otherwise who have looked at the story, have pretty much concluded that this was a disguise and that more than likely she would not identify as as transgender today, uh, especially because she went, uh, she sort of returned to life as a woman after her time in the military was over. Uh, but I also thought it would be interesting to just kind of let her experience be more fluid, which it also seems to have been in yeah. having been undiscovered for a full 18 months, because that would have taken a lot of work. 
Uh, we did not get into that very much at all. Mm-mm. Also didn't get into how many women would have been around as camp followers. There right? would have been a lot of other women there doing things like cooking for people and just a lot of uh, a lot of people who wound up being camp followers or people who, like, the men in their lives had joined and they had no way to sustain themselves without somebody there. And so they just wound up kind of following along, um, which was one of the reasons that they were uh, disparaged in some ways. A lot of them, like, were absolutely impoverished and had no no means to support themselves at all and had just kind of wound up at the camp. Yeah. There was that... Uh, write-up that we were reading the quotes from that I was just like, whew. Um, it's so simultaneously praising and demeaning. Yes. That it's like, yeah, it makes my brain spin. It's like, it's like a weird, no, no, she was a good one. Yeah. Of these horrible people that would be deviant. It's like, oh. There's speculation about who who wrote this piece, like, who either wrote the piece or talked to a reporter, like, who would have done that? Because it it doesn't seem like she did it herself, but it may have been, like, one of the officers who found out what had happened. Right. Um, for reasons maybe hoping to set the stage of her being able to claim some, some pension or some assistance later on. Don't really know. There's a kind of a big mystery there. I was still in the pulling the resources phase uh, when I found the thing about her in Notable Black American Women. And what I thought had happened at first, um, a lot of the books that are in that search will have virtually an identical article on somebody or an event spread across multiple publications with, like, very little editing. It's like the same thing will be reused from one place to another. And so I originally thought that it was just an error because it was almost word-for-word identical to another one that was in another article that was about the revolution more generally and not about Black women specifically. Um, And then when I started looking into it, I found just some heated discussions about it I found one, an archive of what I am assuming was a listserv back when, I don't know if people are still using listservs, but when (laughs) I used listservs, it was in the 1990s, and this was a listserv from the 1990s and early 2000s. And there was some heated conversation among people about her race. Uh, And one of the things that really struck me is that there would be a lot of people who were like, here's the book that it traces back to, and here are other places that it was picked up, and there was, like, citation of all of that. Um, But then the counterpoint sometimes would be, like, no, she was Black. The idea that she was white came from the National Geographic article, and they apologized. And I was like, what National Geographic article and what apology? And I would start trying to track it down and just kind of go down a big rabbit hole. It was just a whole... Huge, I don't know. Apparently, this is a thing that will crop up over and over and over again. That the there was somebody within this listserv, uh, like a historian who was part of it, who just had a pre-written thing that she would send back in every time somebody asked the question that was like detailing what we knew about her family history and and what seemed to be the source uh, for that idea. So fascinating. Yeah. I get it. I mean, that's, like I said in the, uh, or like we both said in the episode, like, there was really important, necessary 
valuable work being done to document the contributions of Black people to the revolution. I found a thing somewhere that suggested that between 5 and 10% of the Continental Army were Black. I wasn't able to go look that up, but, like, yeah, that was such important work, and I, I can totally see where people got to that conclusion from the way that passage was written uh, in, in the book about the... Oh, yeah. The, yeah, I can see how people made that conclusion and then how it kind of spread from there. Uh, but if anybody has, like, pinpointed this was her ancestor, this is who we're talking about, like, I wasn't able to find that, and it definitely does not seem like she or other people living at the same time as her thought that she was, in today's words, Black or a person of color. Right. Yeah, that seems like it would have come up. Yeah. But I guess there will always be a little bit of, hmm, we don't know for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the uh, historian, I have uh, forgotten his name, but the, the book that we referenced at the end that is like a, a historical book about her that's been published relatively recently, the historian that worked on that talked about talking to descendants of hers and they're having a variety of responses to this whole question. Some of them being like, no, and I'm irritated that you asked all the way to the other end of the spectrum being sort of like, I don't actually know, but if she was, like, I'd be interested to know. Right. Um, so I found that very interesting, too. I, of course, thought of Mulan throughout the entire thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which undoubtedly, like, the version that we have in the U.S., like the Disney version, is certainly informed by... Stories like Deborah's, we even mentioned how her write-up by Herman Mann is very similar to other ones from mm-hmm. prior to her. Like, I think those all get amalgamated in a story like Mulan that's made for a, a general audience as a fiction piece. Yeah, yeah. And we've had other episodes before that have been about uh, women who uh, disguise themselves as men to serve in an army at some point. Like, that's been, I wouldn't call it a recurring theme but, you know, maybe three-ish times over the past many years that you and I have been on the show that has come up. And there are some similar beats in a lot of those stories. Um, some of them, I have felt a a lot more, like, I felt like I knew more about the that particular person's thoughts and feelings than with Deborah Sampson, because so much of what we know of her was filtered through <laughs> this largely fictionalized biography slash novel and the things that we have that are her own words are things like her journal from the tour. She apparently kept a journal while she was in the service, which would have been an amazing resource to have, uh, but it was lost when the boat that she was traveling on was capsized, according to the Herman Mann biography. But that's right. like a document that if that really was a real thing, I wish we had it, because we might know a lot more about like how she felt about this whole situation and how she felt about herself when she was in the Army. Uh, A lot of those questions we don't really know. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of 
seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you someone who's developed a keen awareness of life's nonsense and found their way around it? Someone who zigs when the rest of the world zags? Someone who doesn't put up with life's yada yada? If you're nodding your head, yes, then it might be time to check out Metro by T-Mobile. At Metro, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no credit checks, and no surprises. Join Metro. They help you stay ahead of the game with nada yada yada. Outsmarting yada yada means things like avoiding those surprise subscriptions. I definitely ordered a one-time Valentine present recently. And then I got an email thanking me for joining their subscription program. Not a thing I had even realized I was doing. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Helping you stay ahead without compromising on things you love the most. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com slash deals. That's Alienware.com slash deals. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com. Tracy, I should have told you before we recorded our episode about the Bibb family. Mm-hmm. I'm braced for a lot of people to be real angry. Yeah. <laughs> because there are a lot of people who really love Major Bibb. Oh, yeah. And I clearly have some issues with him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I understand, like, there are people and connections that you have and you want to make the best of him. And, yes, he did eventually free people, but I get really hung up on, like, why, why'd you wait until you were dead? Right. You didn't want to inconvenience yourself? Is that what's going yes. on here? Like, I, uh, that's where I get really hung up. And I'm like, that doesn't necessarily make for a great person. Yeah, that point comes up a lot in the, especially among, like, historical figures who are well-known and that becomes part of this. And then when they died, they freed all of their enslaved workers. And it's like, 
They were dead by that point. Mm-hmm. Y- yeah, I. That's a struggle. Um, there's also the fact that I, George is a, a fascinating and troubling figure. He, beyond this, we didn't get into the, this in the episode, but went on to even greater positions of power, right? Mm-hmm. He was part of uh, President Tyler's cabinet. He, you know, and, and when you consider that this is a person who really, really, like, wrote what to me reads as a very coercive letter suggesting really not actually obeying the spirit of his father's will mm-hmm. and then went on to have so much power. That also troubles me a lot. Sure, Um sure. His relationship with Andrew Jackson is weird. He supported him, but then he fought with them. But the, they had, like, a weird thing going on. George is, is a trick in many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> but, yes, the other thing about Major Bibb providing for his enslaved workforce to become free after his death, that I think maybe George had a point that he didn't think everything through, mm-hmm. is that there's no provision to ensure anyone's safety. Oh, yeah. And it's not like he knew for certain that the Civil War was coming and that this would all get solved, but at the same time, he did know he was living in a slave state. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And he had to know, unless he was just willfully blind to the realities of our country and the world at that point, that that put every one of those people at risk. Mm -hmm. Richard. Yeah. What are you doing, man? Yeah. Did you ever listen to the podcast The Nod? Some. I have I'm very bad about keeping up with podcasts, is my horrible confession as a podcaster. Yeah, and I I uh, I would listen to I would sort of pick and choose episodes of that particular show. Um the show was canceled a while back, but I'm pretty sure you can still get these episodes. They had episodes about the Hairston family mm-hmm. in North Carolina which had some parallels to the Bibb family and having reunions among um, the people who were descendants of enslaved people and the people who were descendants of the white family and the, like, the yeah. overlap because there were people who were descendants. It was the same same situation of, uh, of this. The enslavers having um, fathered children with their enslaved workforce, which obviously would have been rape. Um, And, like, just talking about, from people's own perspectives, what it was like to be part of this family and to go to these reunions and things like that. Um, It's been years since I listened to those episodes, but I remember having the slowly dawning realization that I knew some of the people they were talking about Mm -hmm. uh, because this plantation was in North Carolina, not that far from where I grew up. And anyway, uh, that is another another place to find other perspective on that aspect of this episode. Yeah, I I know we mentioned it at the end of the episode, but I also just want to reiterate that I really, really think um, Linnea O'Neill's piece uh, the Bitter Harvest of Richard Bibb is super important for people to read. She doesn't pull punches. She's very frank. These are conversations that most white people do not have the fortitude to have. Mm-hmm. They're hard. They mostly want to be told, like, no, you're good. And it doesn't help anybody deal with the literally hundreds of years of anger that people have been inheriting and kind of sucking up, which is super unhealthy. Yeah, And the generational 
trauma. Yes. So that is a, it's a very good read. I really cannot recommend it highly enough. Um, I also just, I kept going back to John Bibb's life and thinking about how much of like his decisions are the result of being someone privileged enough to have a family who had generational wealth built by enslaved people. Mm. Like, there's that whole, there's a big 10-year gap in his life where he closes his law practice and he doesn't get into politics for, like, almost 11 years. Mm -hmm. And it's like, because he could just hang out. Right. Which sounds great, I'm sure, to all of us, although I'd hope none of us would choose to do it as a result of other people's enslaved labor. Mm -hmm. But, like, that is that is what his life of wealth afforded him. Mm -hmm. And any of those people who were working for his family as enslaved workforce couldn't be like, you know, I just, I'm having bad health. I need to take 10 years off. They couldn't do it. Right, right. That's where I, like, get frustrated and want to cry in anger. Yeah. Um, I also want to mention, we mentioned Joshua Fry, who is interesting. He's the person that taught... John Bibb as a kid, and a lot of prominent Kentuckians. He also has his own complicated relationship with slavery. And I, I don't want to, I just didn't want to like be like, no, he was good. Like, I don't want to let him off the hook. We didn't get into it because it was like going to sidetrack the whole thing. But he's very interesting. He really like forwarded education in many ways. He also had problematic parts of his life. Um, just want to make sure we acknowledge that because I don't want to gloss past any of it. Um, yeah, this was not the episode I meant to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, sometimes. Alfredo was so fun. Let's talk about lettuce. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I promise there will be another fun one, but we got to have these conversations because they're super important. If this is the end of your work week and you are about to come on upon some days off, I hope that they are good to you and that you have some relaxation and some time to reflect on whatever you're working through. This is a very strange time in all of our lives, I know. You probably have a lot on your mind. I know I do. Uh, so I hope that you get some space to, to work through any of that, however works best for you. If you have to work, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> if you have other responsibilities, I'm also sorry. I would like for all of us to live lives of leisure. Uh, but I hope that whatever you have to do goes as smoothly as possible and is as unstressful as possible. And we will be right back here with you tomorrow with a classic and then on Monday with brand new episodes. Stuff You Missed in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.